Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the studio for college football week one after a solid week zero of college football. We saw Notre Dame obliterate Navy. We saw a questionable game out of USC, uh, and we saw a really fun late-night game in Vandy versus Hawaii, which Seth actually won on. Congrats, Seth. You had a pretty good weekend overall. Uh, we always we always love some dubs. But before we get started, how are we doing? Good, man. Ready to kick off the official week one. That first week was a nice little appetizer to get us into the real college football. So I'm just ready to get through the week. I'm ready to get through Saturday. Dude, it's awesome. And, and like we even get to start on Thursday night with a thriller, Florida versus Utah. Now, we will talk about that in one moment. Before we get started, make sure to join our Discord. Uh, we are rebranding. Um, if you follow us on social media, you've seen that. We are going to be Statletics from here on out. Uh, we have a lot of coming. We have a lot of uh, models and analytics that we want to share with you guys and just overall discussion on top of a new product that we're testing. So if you join the Discord, you can also find more information on that. Uh, we are creating an app, and we would love for you to test that out if you nerd out about uh, statistics, especially with college and NFL football. So make sure to join our Discord, follow our socials, like and subscribe to the video if you like this as well. We appreciate that. And then comment your favorite picks. Let us know. Let us know what we're missing out on. We, you know, there's so many games. You know, we find the ones that we like and we attack them. But uh, we we appreciate when everybody else shares their picks with us. Now. You know how we do it on the show. We always talk about some of the biggest games on the slate first, and then we also give some of our favorite picks, uh, even if they're not that exciting. Biggest game on the slate, in my opinion, this is a game that we swept or uh, swung and miss on, at least I did last year. Best game of week one, though, LSU versus Florida State. This one is Sunday night in Orlando. LSU is Two and a half point favorite. They are ranked number five overall versus number eight overall for the state. I mean, both teams have so much steam coming into the season. Both teams are getting picked for playoff contenders, uh, conference champion contenders. So there's so much excitement in this game. LSU favored at two and a half again. I picked LSU to cover one point last year, and I got burnt on that stupid blocked field goal. So uh, I'm not upset about it. It's all right. But, Seth, in this game, do you like LSU two and a half? Do you like the total? Who do, who do you like in this game? And let me hear why. So this one, this one's tricky for me. Um, I love what Norvell's doing at Florida State. He has completely turned them around, and I think Florida State is going to have a, have a fantastic season. Um, but on the other side, LSU, again, reloaded, super strong coming in. A lot of people's favorites to win the SEC West. And they have the revenge factor on their side. Last year, I know stings really bad, and I know this is a major opportunity for LSU to um, kind of get that out of the back of their mind and just take care of business. I am not going to make this an official pick, but I am leaning LSU two and a half, even though it is a neutral site and it is in Orlando. Um, but I am not doubting that LSU will pack that place out as well. Yeah, I mean, I I'm going – to fall to the trap that I fell in last year. I'm going to, I'm going to just do it again. Yeah. I, I knew I was right last year and I just got burnt on some bad luck. I love LSU at this game. Uh, not because I don't think Florida state's not a good football team, but I think that LSU just has more pieces in terms of roster talent. Um, and I think they're the, like a more well-balanced team right now. Um, if you look at the 
offensive and defensive success rates compared to Florida State, you can see that, you know, LSU 17th overall and overall offensive success rate and 12th overall and overall defensive success rate. And you flip it, uh, Florida State was 36 overall with offensive success rate and then 83rd overall with the defensive success rate. And they're really, really tough against defending the run. They're not that good. They have uh, kind of switch cheese defensive line when it comes to the run game. And that's kind of what LSU is going to look to do uh, to, to start off the season. I mean, Jane Daniels, he's got a great arm, but, you know, he's known to run. Um, and then LSU always has a slew of running backs coming in. Their offensive line uh, only got better in the offseason. They only got older. You know, last year they were a young unit. So I do like LSU in this game. You know, again, like we do it on the show, we talk about the big games, but I can't say with any sort of conviction or confidence that I'm taking LSU, but uh, I am riding LSU um, for this game. I really like them. Let's talk about the money. Uh, 77% of the tickets are on LSU. 87% of the money is on LSU. So we have a heavy, heavy number on the LSU Tigers. Now, what scares me is the line has not moved. It started at two and a half and it stayed at two and a half. So um, that leads me to believe that it may be that, you know, Vegas is it's hinged on that two and a half number. They're not going to push it up to three and a half. Uh, I don't. So that makes me believe that they don't want to uh, give any any room on that Florida State number. So um, if you look strictly at the numbers, I can definitely see why somebody would take Florida State. So uh, there there's all the information you need with that one. I'm certainly the most excited for that game. I cannot wait, uh, especially after last year. So. All right, man. Hey, that was uh, the, the first big one. But the college game day game of the week, South Carolina, North Carolina. North Carolina is number 21 overall in the AP poll. They have a Heisman contender at quarterback right now uh, in Drake May. They are favored at two and a half. They're favored by two and a half points going. It's not going to South Carolina, but they're going to Charlotte. And so, um, the, the Gamecocks had a great end to the year last year. Obviously, they trounced the my Tennessee Vols. Uh, they beat Clemson, and then they lost in a thriller in the bowl game to Notre Dame. Now, do you, if if you didn't know what the line was before you before it came out, what would you have guessed the line was going to be for this game? Um, with it being in Charlotte, I know North Carolina, they are ranked in the top 25, right? I think they're like 21, 22. Um, my guess would probably be almost close to a pick'em. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt, and I, but truthfully, I would have guessed South Carolina like minus one to two, right. maybe three. But uh, I, I was a little shocked, you know, especially with it being like a. I mean, it's not necessarily neutral site, but you know, it's within a few hours distance yeah. from both both uh, universities, so. Uh, I was surprised, especially with the the hype that South Carolina's gotten in the offseason. Now they do play one of the toughest schedules in the SEC, so uh, I'm not sure they'll be able to really clear eight wins, but they'll still have a good unit nonetheless. The numbers look kind of weird. Uh, 54% of the tickets are on South Carolina, which subsequently means 46. So it's like a pretty even split. But 70% of the money is on North Carolina. So like with that being said, it's it's – Looks like there's a lot of, you know, big money flowing in on North Carolina. 
Um, I don't really know what to think here because I think UNC definitely has the better offense. But, I mean, you saw them last year. They had no defense to support them in any game, you know? Like, the look at the ACC championship game last year. Clemson obliterated them. They just ran all over them. So, uh, I, I really don't know what to think here. And I, I kind of want to take the South Carolina line, but it's just, you know, it's weird. It's give, it's It's a little sus. What do you think? Yeah, so I'm actually going to make this an official pick for week one. I am rocking with South Carolina plus two and a half here. Um, I'm riding the Spencer Rattler train from last season. Seeing what they did in last year and riding the momentum into the season, North Carolina is still – I know May is an amazing quarterback. They're just so hit or miss. I feel like they might start well, they might start bad. I just – I don't know. When it comes to ACC football outside of Clemson and – Florida State within recent years, I have a hard time getting on the hype train for some of these teams. Um, South Carolina, I feel like even though it is the first game of the season, will be more battle-tested in terms of the ending of last season. So I'm, I'm going to rock with South Carolina plus two and a half. Yeah, that's a – I mean, that seems to be a pretty – you know, I would have expected all of the money to be coming in on South Carolina, all of the tickets. I would not have expected a 50-50 split in the tickets, let alone the discrepancy I see in the money – um, I do think, like, uh, metrically speaking, South Carolina um, definitely has a better defense. Almost, you know, they're kind of close with the North Carolina offense, even though North Carolina does have the edge. They obviously have the better quarterback. But, man, uh, you know, it's tempting. I might do it. I might do, I might join you. I think that's a great pick. I think uh, with it not necessarily being home field advantage for North Carolina, even though, you know, it's technically in their state, yeah. I think it's a good pick. So, uh, you can't go wrong, but all right, that's a good one. Hey, Florida State at number 14, Utah, Utah's favorite six and a half at home. This is the Thursday night week one opener. This is an underrated game in my opinion. And what's weird is that Utah is not announcing a starting quarterback, even though we know it's going to be one of the backups, but we just don't know which one. Cam Rising undoubtedly is not going to play. You know, he hasn't healed from his injury from last year uh, in the conference championship against USC. But who's it going to be? I don't know. Will they be able to score points against Florida? Maybe. You know, they the fact that it's a home game, that's going for them. But, I mean, Florida's offense is going to struggle uh, depending on the performance of Graham Mertz. But their defense certainly has the roster to be a solid defense. They're not going to be, like, great, but they will be good. Do you what, what do you think about the six and a half number? What, what do you think? Um, I I like Florida here. Um, I think you know since they're both unclear at quarterback, I think I like uh, Florida's defense more than Utah. I don't I don't know crazy much about either of these teams yet. I know they've lost a lot of key pieces, so but I don't know. Seeing how Florida took care of business last year, even with all the hype with Utah, I'm gonna have a hard time backing Utah again. It's, it's, I guess, since it's so early in the season, you know, if you let Utah get a few games in and they'll start to gel, especially when they decide who they go with the quarterback, I'm gonna take Florida in the points here. Yeah, I'm taking Florida too. I mean, I, I just think that the their defense is gonna hold up against Utah's backup quarterback. Now, Utah's defense is a solid unit as well. Um, it might be a little lower scoring than people may like, so I would take a look at that. Uh, under if I was you guys, but man, I like I like the seven point touchdown because some books you can get them for seven points. Uh, looks like there are a few, maybe not some of the big ones, but a few books you can get 
uh, minus seven. So I, I really like that one. I'm putting it on my board. I can't turn it down and I can't not bet on the, the first big game of college football. Right. You know, it's <laughs> sacrilegious, sacrilegious. So, all right, man. Hey, let's, let's jump ship. Let's keep it quick. West Virginia at Penn state. Penn state is f- favored by 19 and a half 20 on some books. I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know I'm taking Penn state 19 and a half where I can get it before it jumps to 21. I am taking it all day. I think Penn state, you know, Sure, I buy the playoff hype. I know they're getting a lot of steam as well. We'll see. I don't know if I believe in James Franklin to close the season like that, but I definitely think Drew Aller is going to be an upgrade from Sean Clifford. We don't like Sean Clifford here on this show. I do so. And Penn State's defense only got better. You know, they, they, they stacked up on that side of the ball. They always have these underrated wide receivers that come out of nowhere. So I'm not worried about the offensive talent. They always have great offensive talent. But their defense actually got better. They recruited better on the defensive side of the ball. This is one of the highest defensive rated class that James Franklin has brought in to this day. And we talk about some of the 2020 metrics from last year. I mean, West Virginia was abysmal, abysmal. They were one of the, the league worst in EPA margin. You know, they had a fine offensive success rate, 41st overall, but passing defensive success rate, 124th overall in the nation. And I think that if you turn around and look at the fact that Penn State is a top 30 team in offensive success rate, especially passing, you know, they're going to take advantage of that all day on top of the on top of the elite defensive unit that Penn State's about to bring in. I think the talent mismatch in this game is so just – overwhelming for me not to take the Penn State minus 19 and a half. Get it before it's 21. If it gets 21, I'm probably not going to take it. Right. I don't think it's worth the points at that point. But a home game for Penn State, opener, the new quarterback. I think James Franklin is going to take his new ride for a spin. and He's going to show off to the world what he's got. What do you think? Yep, I think you laid it out perfectly. I like Penn State here. I would avoid anything, like you said, over 21, 20 and a half and under. I will probably personally take it. I think Penn State is the play. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, uh, the tickets, 50-50 split, you know, looks like a 53-47 split in favor of Penn State. Uh, but the money is coming in on West Virginia. It's 65% compared to 35%, and that's fine. Uh, I think people see a big spread and they, you know, get a little scared away, but I'm not. And I think this is going to be like a 45-20 a to 20 type game, in my opinion. So, um I love Penn State. I don't see anything weird in the betting mismatch. Uh, all of the stats point me in the right direction. The model points me in the right direction. I'm going with it, uh, and I, it's here to stay. So, Seth, give me so, something you like. Let's hear it. So I got I got something kind of random. It's not random, but Michigan, East Carolina. I'm actually going to take East Carolina plus 36. Um, wow. I, I, so, listen, I'm, I'm high on Michigan. I think they're, they're – potentially 11-1, type season. But I also think East Carolina is not a horrible football team. They are decent, and I think that they will have, also have a great year in the American. Um, I just I also don't see Michigan opening the playbook too much in this game. I don't see them going full throttle. And I think 36 points against a decent East Carolina team is a little too much for me. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess, you know, there might be some growing pains, especially without Harbaugh being on the sidelines. Right, you know, exactly. People forget he's suspended, so... Um, you, you know, you make a good point, and if East Carolina can score one or two touchdowns, you know, that, that'll probably cover. 
um, assuming that Michigan slope, you know, they're not the most dynamic explosive offense. They're more of a grounded pound. So that profiles well for covering a large spread. And it looks like there's some sharp money coming in on East Carolina. You know, they have a 50, 50 uh, ticket split, but um, you know, 31% of the money coming in on East Carolina, that's more than I expected. So um, yeah, it profiles. Well, profiles is a great pick. So, that's what I'm rocking with. Yep. Yeah. I, I can dig. I can dig. What else? You got anything else for me? No, there's so many ones that look pretty, but I'm just scared. Tulane, South Alabama is kind of a random one. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of hype around this South Alabama team. Um, I don't know. People are saying they're going to be one of the better group of five teams this year. I think Tulane with, with Pratt at quarterback is going to be pretty dominant again. Okay. But that spread six and a half. I was thinking about giving an official pick, but I am a coward and I cannot give the points <laughs> because South Alabama, I've heard a lot of hype, but. I think that'll be that one will be very interesting. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm gonna finish you off with a good one real quick. I am taking Clemson minus twelve against Duke, and I know that uh, it's at Duke, and people are actually picking Duke as the upset game of the week. Uh, yeah, I've seen that I'm not, everywhere. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think Dabo is pissed off about last year. I think this team is pissed off about last year. Uh, and the way that the media and the, the the public treated them, and I I think that this team hiring Garrett Riley to come in and their offense, the guy who just took TCU to the national championship as their his offensive coordinator, I think that is going to just revitalize this team. And Clemson every year has a top fifteen defense, so statistically you can always bank on them having a defense. Uh, I know Duke has a lot of uh, sexy talent coming in and some new coaching staff changes, but, dude, Clemson, their roster is elite. Their coaching has been proven. This team, I think, is a sleeping giant because of Cade Klubnick's talent under Garrett Riley. I'm taking the 12 points before it gets to two touchdowns. I think there's some sharp money on it. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So I like um, that. I think a lot of the times when people or collectively have an upset of the week, it usually just doesn't go well. If the public is all over a team to pull an upset, that upset usually does not happen. Right. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, that's it for me. Short and sweet to the point. Yep. All right. Hey, uh, if you're watching, uh, please also make sure to drop your picks. We would appreciate what you guys know. Also, uh, make sure to like and subscribe to the channel and check out our Discord. We got a lot of new stuff coming up, and we would love for you to be a part of it. We will talk to you guys next week.